Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you time travelers listen to. This week, watch how these hammer parts keep it calamitous. The news is still happening. Our topic is playing all the stations. And our dragon this week is father to us all, PlayStation creator Ken Kudarage. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. Sounds like you came back from the future, like yeah. to murder everyone, Troy. <laughs> I am Troy. And I'm here to murder you. With positivity. That's the worst way to do it. <laughs> we, we do all need that at these, <laughs> this week. You're looking great, man. Have you been working out those calves? <laughs> you haven't skipped lead day at all. That's, that's the sound of my death. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good way to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> I take it. <laughs> Except for the dying part. I mean, like, if it's going to happen, at least it's like, I'm going to feel good about myself. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, ah, oh, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, we just got a Halloween. I spent an entire month watching people get murdered on TV and movies and video games. And so then like, ate a whole bunch of candy and just came down off a sugar high. Oh my gosh, I ate so much candy. That's, yeah. what, that's the reason for the murder is the sugar high. People just have too much energy. They gotta, I mean, you got you to gotta get rid of it somehow. People say sense. sugar is the real killer that's in this true. world. <laughs> Especially in America. They're like, happy mind. Halloween. It was also a full moon that night. Oh gosh, like, it was. It was. And it was daylight savings. It was yes. daylight savings. So that you had the, the witching hour. You had the witching hour. Yeah. Further proof that 2020 was supposed to be the perfect year. And it, it was. was. ruined. <laughs> it oh, was. Oh, man. Yeah, I did look down at the clock and I was like, one o'clock. And then I looked down at the clock. I was like, one o'clock. And I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, that's a suspicious one. Oh, well. <laughs> I also did the same thing. I think I saw I was like 147. I was still on my computer. And I was like, all right, should probably wind it down a little bit. And yeah. I did a couple other things. And I got into the couch. I was watching something. And I looked down at the clock, and it was 147. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was in November. So I was just like, it's a sus one, but I ain't going to sweat it's it. It's a sus <laughs> you, got, you guys, should we be worried that it's 147 now? <gasps> it's, oh, it's always 147. <laughs> We're stuck in a time loop. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so much still, time to play video games. <laughs> yeah, it's still Halloween night, guys. Oh, no. Gosh, if I was a time traveler, I would just use it to catch up on my back catalog. <laughs> oh, where are you going? Uh, three hours in the past just so I can get past this level. You're time. like you're like Hermione Granger. Just yeah. instead of taking classes, playing more video games. Good, yes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, video games are my homework, Lewis. This is the best part of my of 2020 for me. I mean, yeah, I feel that. Just, I just great. pass you in the halls. You're going the opposite direction. I get to the uh, to the homeroom, and there you are playing uh, Watch Dogs Legion. <laughs> Looking very <laughs> tired. Yeah, look, what? I just I just saw you, my man. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> and he's right. like, time travel doesn't exist. Don't ask questions, Brian. <laughs> it's Hogwarts. What do you expect? <laughs> and also, I'm lying. I would use it to get more sleep. <laughs> Uh, After you've been playing all the games. Exactly. Yeah. I wake up, I'm like, uh, three hours, please. Go back. <laughs> Dear God. But speaking of which, let's get into those games. What are you playing? All right. And this week, I'll start us off with a 
new release. That's right. I'm starting a early access game called Hammerting. Ooh. It's Hammer Time. I mean, what'd you say? Hammerting. <laughs> oh, sorry. Different game. Different game, but I would also play that one as well. <laughs> Especially if it had hammer pants. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's, it's just it's about you trying to sell your hammer pants oh to pawn God. shops. But your hammer pants are also hammers. <gasps> yes. Yeah. They're pants. actual hammers, yeah. yes. Yeah. That sounds like a game we need to make. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this game is uh, its in early access. It just released on both Steam and on the Epic Game Store. And it is, if you've ever played like a uh, Oxygen Not Included, um, uh, one of those other types of games where it's just like... Survival? Uh, fall, yeah, like Fallout Shelter, one of those as ah. well. It's one of those types of things you have, a, you're controlling a bunch of little dwarves um, of the fantasy variety. And mm-hmm. you are doing that and you start off with three of them mm-hmm. and you're trying to explore the underground like mines, pretty okay. much. Okay. What is that? Where you make the pants? That is where you make the pants. <laughs> yes. You're so mining you, for pants. You don't yes. use hammers to make those pants. No, you don't. Well, no, obviously, because the the pants are hammers. Exactly. Yes. Right. You get it. Yeah. Yeah. So you just like march everywhere, and the hammers just nail everything into place and hit all the things. You nailed it. Like, are <laughs> sentient hammers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Go That's ahead. okay. <laughs> So, so yeah, so you basically it's a procedurally generated game. So cool. you first get in there, every single game's different. So you're searching around trying to find um, uh, copper. You're trying to find you know all the different elements. And then you're trying to make them into armor. You're trying to make them into these different things. So what you're doing is the main uh, loop of the game is you're fulfilling orders from the, uh, from the above ground. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to help them win the war. There's oh, a war going oh, wow. on between oh, like the good real. guys and the... <laughs> yeah. like, and let's just yeah. call them the horde. You, you can know, say you sure. can say the shorts and the slacks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's actually the uh, uh, shirts versus skins. Oh. That's what it is, you know. <laughs> it's a three on three pickup basketball game. It absolutely is. <laughs> a pickup basketball game with full armor. <laughs> uh, this is now turned into NBA Jam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're Jammerton. F- yeah. <laughs> so you're fulfilling these orders uh, in order to help them win. And so you're helping them. So they have like, hey, listen, we need like 20 swords. Could you do that for us? That'll help us win this war. And you're like, yeah, sure. So then you have to find the ore in order to make the swords. Mm. And you're, every single person has their own like different amount of skills. So you can Are, build them up. Okay, it's cool. Yeah, so. Are you selling to both sides of the no, war? No, Ooh, okay. I actually wish you kind of were. Because uh, yeah. that would make it so you had a choice in the matter. Like, do you want to help out uh, the bad guys? Do you want to help out the good guys, you know, theoretically? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, but no, you can only sell to the one side. I actually thought that's what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then when it started, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, you've chosen your side. <laughs> uh, but it's a very fun game. You're basically like controlling lemmings. Like, hey, listen, I need this thing made. All right, cool. We're going to go do that. Da, 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 da. And then that's what they do. So it's, cool. it's a pretty fun game. I think it's like 25 bucks on both Steam and on the Epic Game Store. Although I had a $10 off coupon on the Epic Game Store, which is actually why I picked up the game because it was going to expire. <laughs> and I was like, I need to spend this $10 on something. <laughs> Brand new release. All right. That's how they get you. That's how they got me. Smart. Uh, but they're going to be adding a lot more systems in over time. So I, cool. I'm hoping they're going to add in being able to sell to both sides. They're going to add a lot more because uh, you also unlock things in order to build, like in order to build more rooms, build more yeah. things. Right, you unlock yeah. that as you play. So they're going to uh, have a lot more of those as okay. well. Right. So, yeah, it's a pretty great game, though, called Hammerting. 
It's Hammerton. Sure. Come on, guys. That didn't sound like any song. It went Ghostbusters for me. Yeah, that's where I went to Ghostbusters. I'm like, I don't have a full band in my mouth. What is this, Bonnaroo? Get us move around. Moving on. Uh, what about you, uh, you Joe? What did you play this week? I played a really adorable uh, Nintendo Switch game called Part Time UFO. Is That's that also a new, new release? Why, yes, it is. Nice. It is fantastic. I'm really glad it wasn't a release. Otherwise, we would have done that for nothing. Yep. Yeah. No, 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 I think it came out at last Friday. Yeah, um, I think so. But uh, I, I really like it, and I kind of needed it because it's been a very stressful week here. And it was really nice to be just a really sweet little 2D UFO with a little claw on the end of you. And you just, you help people pick things up and put them in their cars and deliver things and put toys away for people. It's really cute. I'm all for this. Yeah. It's um, one of those games where it's a crane game. You're literally the crane. I'm bad at (laughs) those. I'm very bad at those. I am not great at them in real life, but right. I am surprisingly decent at it as a UFO helping out people. Oh, right yeah. on, Joe. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. They're, the first level starts off, and you're you're just helping this farmer put oranges back inside a crate and putting the crate in his truck. And he's like, thanks, little UFO. I'm going to pay you for your services. And you're like, okay, cool. Wait, you get paid? You get paid, like and then you can buy USD? cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, hey, do you not know how to find jobs? And you're like, I don't. I'm a UFO. And he's like, look, little UFO, you could help lots of people. And he gives you a magazine. And that magazine shows you where you can go to get more jobs. Well, that's very helpful. It was super sweet. And then you could buy like a puppy and have it sit on you. And, or you could buy new glasses. You could oh, buy a gosh. scarf if it gets warm. Are you trying to like fit in with, with humans? Nope. Nope. No. Not <laughs> even a little. So it's not like glasses, scarf, look at me. Nope. Hi, no. my name is Seth. There, yeah. <laughs> nope. You are. Everyone knows you're there and everyone's really happy to see you because they're like, That's thanks, great. you're going to help me pick up all these things. Like you help put toys away in a toy box and then the kid's like, here, I'm going to pay you for it. And you're like, I oh. don't use your monies, but okay. So you're saying this is the opposite of the Untitled Goose game. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> Untitled Goose takes all those toys and goes, ha ha, I just got you in trouble. Yeah. And you're the UFO that comes by after. It's like, I got you. I got you. And you get paid. And you get paid. It's pretty dope. There's an endless mode where they just give you really oddly shaped things that fall over, and you have to put them on a a thing and and just get a get a pile of them as high as you can without them falling over. Yeah. Oh, they fall over. What is the art style akin to? It is done by Hal Laboratories, so it looks like Kirby. Oh, Ooh. like Kirby's oh. Nightmare, like old school Kirby, two D, oh, okay. like pixels. It's okay. It, the little UFO guy is basically like cut a Kirby off, cut like the bottom part of a Kirby <laughs> off, and then put a a UFO with a crane, like a cling, a claw yeah, yeah. on it. Perfect. And yeah. that's what he looks like. He's super cute. They're like, we know who we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I I saw the picture pop up. I'm like, ooh, ooh, this might get me on this. Nope, nope. I did this with Windbound. I'm never buying another game because it looks cool. I'm not doing it. If I like the art, I'm gonna. Then I watched the little claw go down, and I was like, oh, you're like, you're like helping people with your little claw? I love it. Oh, I can't. I can't. I, <laughs> they got me. Yeah. So, yeah. And this game came about because in Japan, uh, they actually call their crane games UFO catchers. Oh. Yes. Because it, it looks, looks like, like a UFO, UFO as it yeah. goes around, uh, and it actually abducts things, you know, with its two claws, right, and right. it comes back up. So that's how this game came about. Right on. Yeah. But so. if, it's a blast if you want to have a good time. It's very calming, and the music's really cute. And, you know, when you buy a little pair of sunglasses for your UFO, you're real happy. He's happy. 
It's good. Nice. That's the, all you need. I That's all you need. I want the puppy on top of it. That's the puppy's adorable. Can the puppy wear the sunglasses? No, uh, you have to choose uh, one style thing to put on at a time, which is a little silly. But you know what? I just I wear a puppy now. It's fine. He sits on my head. He's cute. Now. It's fine. It's like a parrot. <laughs> he, he, he is my parrot. If I oh, if I could have a pirate hat and the puppy, oh, <gasps> <laughs> it would be everything. All right. So that is a part time UFO. Part time nice. UFO. Five sandwiches out of five sandwiches. Ooh. Right. Nice. Put it down. Game of the year. Wow. Game of the year. <laughs> That's your vote. Dang. I'm kidding. Take right. that Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like take that Animal Crossing for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then what about you, Lewis? What did you play this week? Uh, so this week, instead of playing a full game, um, I played the demo for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Ooh, What's I didn't that? Know that was What's out? that? You know what that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a warrior style game. And for those that don't know, Dynasty Warriors is a is what it's based from which is a game where you are one person and you fight essentially a thousand people yeah. and you can just kill a thousand with just like the swing of a weapon yeah. at a it's time it's like a lawn All mowing pretty much yeah. with, with people <laughs> i always likened it to cutting grass in zelda games yeah yes that's exactly what it's like and this is that but you know with the legend of zelda skin um, yeah. um and this time because they they did hyrule warriors before and it was kind of its own thing mm-hmm. with no real story connecting to breath of the wild but then this one is a prequel to Breath of the Wild. Oh, of course Te- it's canonical. Yeah, of course. Tell- telling you the story of now what all happened. Now all of a sudden, the Zelda cares about canon. Right? Now they're like, <laughs> oh, guys, we should keep a story going, right? <laughs> uh, this is the one that takes place, what, 100 years before Breath of the Wild, 100 right? years before. So you and- find out why... The world exactly what exactly. happened during that age of calamity so there's this game breath of the wild and then the next game is going to be a sequel um exactly and they actually it's the exact same art style and everything and in this one you get to see characters that you see in breath of the wild but much much younger like impa oh, you cool. get to see her young and you get to fight as her and she Ooh. is like amazing nice i'm really looking forward to playing as impa it, it's she's really good and she does some crazy moves and like she like can multiply herself and just run out. It's crazy. D- does she uh, sing songs when children like have stuff happen to them? Like Impa Limpa Dimpa Supporting you on this, Brian. Thank I'm with you. I'm against this Well, that's what I, that's what I thought the age of calamity was. Just bad things happening to just children that. in a factory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's just Willy Wonka. We're just watching. Yes, <laughs> that. Um, but it's 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 a lot of fun. I mean, I'm not a huge Dynasty Warriors or Warriors mm-hmm. fan, mm-hmm. but what's keeping me interested is the the story, and it's just and the, the artwork and the art. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, it's Breath of the Wild, just a little bit upped because it came out recently. That's even yeah, more exactly. exciting. Exactly. <laughs> How um, many missions is there in it? In, in the, the demo. In the demo yeah. um, there's actually a lot more than I thought there'd be. There's about I think I want to say. Four? Oh wow! Okay, that's, that's awesome. Awesome. And, and they're like full on. And there's like, good replayability in there. Yeah, and they're yeah. full big fights. Nice. And then you can, uh, and it shows you the full map of Breath of the Wild. And there's a lot to do just so in the demo. Alone. The demo's out now. When is yes. the actual game out? November twentieth. I was right about on. to ask you what console it was for. <laughs> <laughs> I think PS Five. Maybe I'll um, yeah. I think Maybe it's a Sega Saturn. I think it's a, <laughs> <laughs> a long week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that game, I'm excited. I wasn't. I didn't want to buy it, but now playing the demo, I'm like, this story is really good. Uh, it, it like it. It already tells you a bunch of things, yeah. and there's like some light time travel in it, of course. Of is course. there multiplayer? 
Yes, there is. Okay. Nice. nice. Yeah. Friend zone. Friend zone. Yeah. There is. I, I was thinking, I'm like, is there? Oh my God. Yes, there is. <laughs> I wasn't planning on buying that, but now that you've said friend zone out loud, I would totally watch you all play it. That's right. Check out the friend zone every Wednesday night on twitch.tv backslash taste of dragon. I mean, oh. it comes out November 28th, which is a less Friday. Than, so less next, than two weeks. Yeah, less than two weeks. It's our excuse to buy games that we might not have bought otherwise, but now uh, we it, have to buy them for That absolutely is what the friend zone is about. <laughs> 100%. And this could be a friend zone for the day before Thanksgiving, just saying. But yeah. Sure. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, cool. So then that was uh, the demo of Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Thank you very much. I've forgotten. And then what about <laughs> you, Amanda? What did you play this week? So this week I was going to play this really cute indie game. And then Troy was on a really long meeting. So it was like, maybe I'll see if I like Watch Dogs Legions. And I did. So I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's how it goes. I haven't played a Watch Dogs game before. So I was like, I don't know if That's I'll true. like it. And it was a lot of fun. I liked the aspect of building my own team. And obviously, I have a, a team, and they're really cool. Um, but I think my favorite part is the spider puzzles. Is like, <laughs> yeah. I think that this game is secretly just a puzzle game. Like, it's, they put I, like, a lot of I, action I, adventure I, on top of it. This game is but... secretly just a spider simulator. I need yeah. you to <laughs> clarify the spider puzzles, because I'm thinking of actual spiders. So <laughs> in your main character is not like most games, like a super spy or some really like high energy action hero. They're just regular people. So mm -hmm. they have tools, gadgets, and abilities that allow them to do things that like super adventure guy would do but uh, from the safety of far away <laughs> yes. and one of those things is a mechanical spider so you throw the spider out and the spider does all of the things and then he unlocks the, the mechanical stuff spider can jump it can it can uh, hack different uh, cameras it can actually stun enemies it can scout it's I, I spend maybe about 90% of this game as, as a spider, <laughs> as a spider bot. I've, I've only recently been doing that because be, before I would actually just go as myself and I'd be like, my goal is to knock out every single person in this stone. Right. And I would do that. And then recently, like within the last day or two, I'm like, eh, let's just try the spider. And the spider has been a lot of fun because you do, yeah. you can't, you can't do anything. So you I, just have to like go around. It, yeah. I am all spider all times. Unless yeah. someone makes me angry, in which case I have a lady in a blazer <gasps> and she just goes and beats them up. <laughs> yeah, She's right. so cool. That's, right. That's awesome. Uh, She's I'm, so cool. I'm not playing with permadeath. Uh, the mm -hmm. game has permadeath. So um, because mm -hmm. you can play as anyone in the city, um, if some one of your party dies, they could be gone forever if you turn that option on. Mm -hmm. And that makes you go and collect more people. I did not turn that on because I've played Fire Emblem games that way and it makes me very angry. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, I know myself I will not like this and now that I've played I don't know too many hours to start over I think I should have turned on permadeath really? as I think it would have made the game better because there are so many people that um, if I lose a mission and my person doesn't die I'm almost disappointed because I was like oh, I, I oh. that would have been an opportunity for me to find and recruit someone else and I'm not going to now mm -hmm. right so I don't think I'll see as many characters as like you will because you turned out permadeath yeah I had I had my main character die guys no. Yeah. Oh, and I, no. I haven't I haven't touched the game since you haven't recovered <laughs> oh god no and it was me learning a game mechanic that I didn't know about that killed him I'm just like oh I didn't know the drones worked that way oh yeah and and, and it was actually as sad as and, and hurtful as it was because my it's like the dude my first person uh, the next person that took over on the phone was like what how no like they actually grieved with me and I was like this is kind of beautiful and now the people that he recruited have more of an elevated status in like my mind uh, because they were like his his offspring yeah <laughs> his his legacy is will live on through them mm -hmm. so it makes it it is an exciting idea. Although I, I haven't played it for two days because I'm so sad. <laughs> I, 
I think that's going to be the cool part about this game is you're going to build the fiction in your mind that they're not building in the game. Like mm-hmm. I had a, a hacker guy and he got beat up. So like I said, my, my, my big blazer lady came in and beat up everyone <laughs> in the room. Cool. She's so cool. And, <laughs> and that's not inherent in their personalities. This is the story that I'm writing in my mm-hmm. head is me coming in there and be like, I heard that you, you that you beat up our hacker guy, and I was like, "Meet my friend, Mr. Crowbar." <laughs> my friend, <laughs> Mr. Crowbar. It was brutal, nice. but like, I think that's the the glory of the game is you kind of fill in all yeah. those little. It's gonna be an interesting. Moments. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right, cool. So that was Watch Dogs Legion. And what about you, Troy? What about you this week? All right. Well, just like uh, two of you, I also have a new, new release. release. Last week, a game came out by one of our favorite people in this world. Uh, they are Momo Pixel, a amazing Woo! fashion artist, musical artist, and video game developer uh, who has been a dragon for us. If you'd like to learn more about Momo Pixel, which you should <laughs> uh, check out our uh, podcast, season one, episode fifty-two. We do a nice little uh, expose where we talk about her, and we learned a lot about her. Amazing person. Mm-hmm. So Momo Pixel came out with a new game called Keep It Together. A bad hair game. (laughs) (laughs) And it is a promotional game uh, based off a movie, a Hulu original called Bad Hair. Uh, I watched the movie last night. It's a good horror movie. It's very camp. It's all about a woman in the late 80s who's trying to get further in her job, but society is just like, hey, you're not good enough. Your hair isn't straight enough. Like, they're just kind of bogging her down in her self-esteem. And so she gets kind of pressured into getting weave. And weave is, is kind of becoming more popular in those days. Yeah. And it turns out that that weave that she got from this person who told her to go to this, this special place may have some supernatural um, uh, elements to elements it. to it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like murdery elements. <laughs> Whoa. As you know, horror movies do. Yeah. You know, yeah. The so, murder stuff. So if you watch the trailer, you will get like, hey, this is like a horror movie. But mm-hmm. I, when I, the movie itself, though, is rooted a lot in actually a lot of like real like I related to it a lot as, as, a, as a black guy like getting my hair combed as a kid was horrifying oh, because yeah. you get this comb and it just doesn't work with your hair and mm-hmm. it hurts forever and I'm sure that you guys have run into that issue as well with sure. different hair and getting yeah, all yeah. knotted and, and messy <laughs> but this kind of like finds a, a, a root in that idea of what it's like to have those pressures and anyway, what, what I'm trying to say is uh, it's a really cool movie that also explores just a personal aspect of a black woman in the late 80s trying to make it in the showbiz mm-hmm. industry the game itself is based off of that premise. and But Momo Pixel does this awesome thing. First of all, her art is amazing. It's all pixels. It's mm-hmm. oh, the, the colors mesh so well. And in her game, you get to create your character. And then you go through a day in the life of this person and trying to keep your hair together. And so from right off the bat, you get to create your own character. And she's all so good at making different color of black skin tones. Because <laughs> usually in creative games, you get like two, two options. Yeah. <laughs> one, yeah. one of them's really red. And then like right, yeah. one of them's just like, like very like, dark yeah, and, it's like, and very wrong. It's like, who are you looking at? Why did you get these <laughs> colors Why is this from? color actually black? Like, why is... <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's such a, like a breath of fresh air to see like a, a palette of colors that mm-hmm. are all black, but different shades. And so it was amazing to create your character, you make your hair, and then it's a series of different scenarios where your hair would get messed up. Someone's blowing blowing leaves and it messes up your hair. It rains, it messes up your hair. And then you're given tools, hairbrush, uh, ointment, and you have to like click on the tool and then click on the parts of your hair that are messed up to fix it. Uh, uh, oh, because wow. you're going through the day of a life like you have an interview and then you're trying to be a VJ for a, for a video mm-hmm. uh, site. So it's really cool 
not just visually, but also getting to kind of live what the maintenance would be like for a woman and who's black and in the 80s trying to keep their hair looking as good as they can so so is this around game, the social pressures that are around at, you know, at that time so this game is also set in the 80s uh yes yes okay. yeah it's definitely a good 80s vibe there's a nice 80s uh song that is playing throughout the whole thing that's also in the movie okay so you definitely get like this yeah nice funky vibe going yeah, yeah. on uh but really cool game it's free check it out it's uh keeping it together a bad hair video game you can find it through hulu Super awesome. Momo Pixel, she's dope. Nice. She is dope. Nice. Check nice. it out. Also awesome. follow her on Twitter. Her Twitter's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Instagram and everywhere else. All, all the things. <laughs> follow her on all the things. She is inspirational. Yes. All right, cool. So that was what was the name of the game? Keep It Together. Keep It Together by Momo Pixel. All right, sweet. And that'll do it for our games this week. Now it brings us to our news segment. And uh this week to start us off. From Software made sure that everyone knows that their next game, Elden Ring, is definitely still being worked on. It's still being worked still on. Still being worked. It's been like really? five months since wow. they last said anything. And that was also a tweet, like just saying, hey, yeah, we're still working on it. And this it's, was also just a, oh, yeah, we're still, you know, working on it. It's more like an Elden necklace yeah. these days. It's, it's evolved. Yeah. It, you know, you haven't hit the mark when you have to remind people that you're still working on oh, something. Oh, yeah. That's rough. That's yeah. rough. It is. It is. Um, but I still doubt that it's ever going to come out because <laughs> its world and lore is being written by George R.R. R. Martin. Oh. And, uh, you know, he never leaves anything half written, you know? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> that guy. That guy. And then in funny news, Watchdog Legion has a truly massive amount of characters that can be generated in its game, you know, uh, with all the different jobs and the backgrounds. Well, someone spotted one which really isn't all that great. It was a pediatrician whose background included a detail that they had ended a personal relationship with a patient. What? Oh, <laughs> that was not a good call. No, <laughs> but you know, it, it's you know, it's just randomly generated. Yeah. So this is probably one of the ones that should have been flagged that huh. shouldn't maybe, be used with a pediatrician. Maybe they meant the parent of a patient. Yeah. you know, like a patient family. You're member. real hopeful. You're yeah. real hopeful. <laughs> I can no longer comment on any part of this conversation. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was one of those oof moments. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, w moving on. <laughs> a popular Twitch streamer made waves this week by setting a donation cap on donations that people could make to their channel. Uh, Pokemane set a limit of $5 that can be donated to them in order to discourage people from making large donations to get noticed. Because a lot of people are like, oh, if I only make a 5 or $10 donation, they're not going to say my name. But if I make a $100 donation or a $500 donation, they have to acknowledge me. Mm. And so she was getting a lot of kind of backlash because being a woman on Twitch, you know, people are like, oh, you're only doing this in order to get money, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so she's like, well, I'm just going to set a donation cap of $5. Also, so, like, is there a problem with her only being on Twitch to make money? Because it oh, seems no, absolutely like it's not. a job. There right? really yeah. isn't. There she's she's completely actually isn't. really nice, too. Yeah. Like, she does raids with smaller, like, Twitch streamers, streamers yeah. all the time. That's cool. And I, I've, I've actually started watching a couple other Twitch streamers just because she was raiding them. And I was like, oh, I, I've never watched this person play anything. And that person is always like, oh, my God, thank you so Aww. much. This is so, it's right. so beautiful. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And the thing is, like, there is, unfortunately, a a disparity between the sexes of people who are male or just you know people view them differently than people who are female and that's you know just how it is in society as well overall mm -hmm. um, but 
So this has been kind of sending waves throughout all of Twitch. A lot of other streamers like, oh, this is great. I wish I can do the same because I don't want to have pressure on my viewers to have to donate to me. I don't need that amount of money. You know, I already right. make enough from through subscriptions and through being sponsored and all this other stuff. I don't need money, you know, from that amount of money. And so you have other people that are saying the opposite. They're just like, hey, you know, if you want to donate $500 to me, I'm not going to say no to it. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's been sending waves throughout it. But she has stated that uh, she already makes enough money and hopes that people that would have donated that to her would instead donate to a charity or to a smaller streamer. So she's like, you know, hey, you know, just like Joe was saying earlier, you know, do all the small streamers, you know, go to all those other people. I'm I'm doing fine. (laughs) That's nice. And then uh, sad news as Sega is selling all of their arcade locations Sega. to oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are selling their locations to a company called Genda, which is a Tokyo based company. And the arcades will still retain their Sega name and Sega still plans to develop more arcade games. But Sega is going to shift a bunch of their developers to work on console games instead. Mm-hmm. So there's still I think it's 200 locations throughout yeah. Japan. Uh, they're still going to be Sega branded, just not really owned by Sega yeah. anymore. So sad the, news. The company that they're selling it to, uh, they have a very small company. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the Sega, a lot of the Sega employees that work on the arcade machines themselves, apparently the designers and those things and, and the actual technicians are going to be moving over to the other companies. Oh, well. that's cool. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and then Sony has announced that all day one PlayStation sales will be done online only. So if you're planning on camping out at a retail store, do not waste your time as none will be available to you. Thank you, Sony. Yes. That's a smart move. Is, is Microsoft doing the same thing? Uh, I do not <laughs> <No>. know. <laughs> I don't nope. know that. They, they want. They probably will. The fights. They come out sooner than PlayStation, don't they? Yeah, they we come out uh, Yeah, uh, within 10 days of yeah, this, this yeah. dropping. That is kind of a bummer, though, because like, if you were dedicated enough and you wanted a PlayStation sitting in front of a GameStop two days mm-hmm. before was pretty much like, I'm going right. to get one. Yeah. Whereas with the internet, it's been such a crapshoot. You just like, I'm going to log on and hit this button until hopefully I get hopefully. it. And then someone mm-hmm. who signed on two seconds ago could have gotten it and you'll get nothing. Right. So yeah. I wish they had a better system. Yeah, I agree also, that like sitting. Yeah, especially with nowadays with COVID and everything, you can't line up yeah, yeah all that other jazz which sucks i mean because i agree with what you were saying amanda and also because sometimes i don't know internet connection kind of sucks yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. and, and yeah. that shouldn't be why you don't get a system yeah, yeah. and actually uh, uh the xbox comes out this tuesday it's not within Ooh. 10 days i meant <laughs> tuesday because you know it's this week <laughs> oh wow it comes out tuesday and then thursday okay cool. yeah oh it's <laughs> crazy um and then i know walmart has announced that it'll be selling units online at four different times on november 12th it's release day so i'm awesome. sure other companies are going to follow suit hey yeah. listen come back to our sites mm-hmm. th- this time we're going to have them available first come first serve blah right, blah right. blah so i'm gonna try yeah i'm gonna try yeah i'm gonna try to get my digital <laughs> you're, still, you're still hoping for it. yes i am <laughs> hey Never know until you try, right? Yep. <laughs> Four times <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> and then finally today, Nintendo uh, has announced that they are doing amazing so far this year, uh, sales-wise. <laughs> hey, I uh, just want to let you all know, we are doing amazing. Oh, hey, I'm going to flex a little bit here. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, were you there? Oh, I didn't realize you were there. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, oh, my God. You oh, want to know where the beach is? Start over there. That way. <laughs> I couldn't hear you all over all of the money. <laughs> so loud. So loud. So, so far, they've said over the past six months uh which is this so far this year year over year sales are up over 70 percent 
Wow. And profits are up almost 250%. That's a lot of Animal Crossing money. That is a lot of Animal Crossing (laughs) money. Uh, Over the last six months, they've sold over 12 million Switch consoles and over 100 million games, both digitally and physically. Damn, Nintendo. Damn, son. Nintendo. Not bad for a company that doesn't have a new console out this month. That's correct. Oh, that's right. And uh, their rivals are launching new consoles. So not bad at all. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm sure video games on a whole have done very well this year. Yes. <laughs> oh, for sure. This I year. know a few friends myself that have bought consoles because they're like, I'm home. I, you've been talking about games for a yeah, while. Yeah, you couldn't buy a Switch in you, stores. You somehow like... have a whole podcast dedicated to video games. There yeah. must be something about it. <laughs> yep. Let me, let me buy one. I've yeah. had people that started watching our streams and stuff and be like, hey, yeah, yeah I've been thinking of buying a Switch now. I'm like, <gasps> it's working. <laughs> it's spreading. <laughs> But yeah, so that'll do it for our news. But we still have my favorite segment, which is Turn Up For What? Turn it for what? And this week, it's with Fanula of Bree. Halloween arrived to Island Residence this week with a flurry of creepy holiday cheer. In exchange for candy and lollipops, Jack, a self-proclaimed czar of Halloween, provided mischievous islanders with Fancy, festive furniture. For those without sweet treats, Jack has reportedly forced these residents to dress in his likeness, terrorize their neighbors, and collect candy, by force if necessary. In other news, Nook Inc. reported earnings this year in an excess of trillions of bells. According to analysts, the real estate tycoon has sold more than 28 million islands to weary mainlanders since March of this year, making it the most popular... Archipelago in Nintendo world? I don't know, man. Animal Crossing has sold a lot of copies. You make the connection. For this story and more, this has been Vanula from Bree reporting. Buy low, sell high, and stay safe. Turnip for what? <laughs> All right, Animal Crossing. Yeah. yeah. Flexing. <laughs> All right, cool. So I'll do it for the news. Now that brings us to our mighty morsel tasty topic. Mighty morsel tasty topic. And this week, Troy's going to bring it to us. All right. This week drops the new Xbox and the new PlayStation 5. Yes. But we don't play Xbox, so let's just focus <laughs> on the PlayStation 5. Damn. We man. tried. Sorry, friends. We, we were racking our brains during our meeting this week, and we are like, all right, yeah. do, do, do any of us have any place, or Xbox memories? Yo, I barely have enough oh, no, money you know for what? the PS5. I, I, yeah. I played 360. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Same. We exactly. all have 360s, but none of us have the Xbox One. So the point of our tasty topic today is to reflect on the PlayStation 4. Correct. We'll be talking a lot about the PlayStation 5 probably for the rest of the year. Yeah. (laughs) So let's take a moment before that happens for me to ask you all some questions in Requiem. Well, not Requiem. It's not like it's gone. It's not (laughs) discontinued. It it is. It's gone. It's it's dead to us. I I unboxed the PS5. My PS4 doesn't exist in my this apartment. Is, this anymore. is a eulogy, Troy. This is us. We're, I'm glad you have all had gathered here to, to celebrate it's the life and times of the PlayStation the 4. <laughs> um, so with that, I wanted to ask you all a question. Can you tell me, like, what was one of your first PlayStation 4 memories? Do you, rehab, do you remember your very first PlayStation 4 memory? Um, I do, and it is yeah. actually because... Uh, Joe and I, PlayStation 4 is our first console that we bought together. Aww. Aww. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I actually do remember going out and trying to find one with her. Yeah. Uh, the day of that it released. Yeah. And oh, day of? Yeah, day of. went out into the wild? We did. Ooh. We ventured. And, wait, and you actually got one? 
Damn right we yeah. did. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Damn right. It was the before times. It, it was, was the before times. So, yeah. The line times. <laughs> and yeah, we, we found one and I remember coming home and we unboxed it. Uh-huh. Or I unboxed it. Yeah, I watched. Joe watched. And it was actually just really cool because before that, um, I had an Xbox 360. Joe had a PlayStation 3. Yeah. I mean, she also had a 360. She didn't really play it. No, um, I, I bought it for one and game. So, so we kind of had, <laughs> so had like our own system. So this yeah. was our first one that was together. And it was it was pretty awesome. It was wonderful. I don't know why this sounds like you're bringing home a kid. <laughs> or a puppy. Uh, it's like, yeah. I had it a kid. Why? She had a kid. But you know what? Uh, this is ours together. Why does it not sound like that to you, <laughs> Lewis? Listen, Mandy and I have two PlayStation 4s. They're very like, we like them both equally. Yes. <laughs> yes. One stays in one room, the other in the other. <laughs> Yeah. They each have their own room. They each have their own room. <laughs> uh, but that's my favorite, or at least that's my first memory that I have, just mm-hmm. right. having that. Uh, for, for me, I uh, the PlayStation 4, my first memory with it of, or getting it mm-hmm. is important to me because it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember getting the PlayStation 2. I'd moved to college. I got my first job, like my first real job. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, saved up my money and bought it. And then my parents got me got it for Christmas, so I had to return it. <laughs> and then with the PlayStation 3, I got my first theater job. And I actually paid for it and got the, the limited edition Metal Gear 4 Solid, like, edition, gunmetal. Nice. Like, it was so good. I just ordered a PS4 on, on like, Amazon or Best Buy or something. <laughs> and then it was delivered when I got home from work. Oh, God. That's <laughs> or something hilarious. like that. Mm, yeah. Beautiful. I, and that, but to me, it was meaningful because it was normalized. Yes. I, like, it was the first time where it was like, gaming is just a very normal part of my life. It's not a big, momentous thing. It's just me. It's just, <laughs> and it's, it was special. Yeah. It's like going grocery shopping. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was day one. Didn't have to worry about it. Just here it is, as I expected. Nice. Let's go. Nice. Yeah, I don't remember when we switch from the three to the four because they just sit inside of a cabinet. I know that mm-hmm. we got a four and then it was a while before we got the second four because I was right. playing games on the three while you had moved on to the new console for a right. while. So it, it, I have no memories of that transitional time. Nope. Just like smooth. after the two, I have had the same console mentally. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not true, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, probably because our TV stands the same. Sure, yeah, probably. The glowing light inside. We'll of have there to get a new TV there. stand for every uh, PlayStation. <laughs> I was just gonna talk about the fact that I wanted to buy a new TV stand, and then I realized it was boring. But now I've said it anyway. <laughs> well, if you guys got ten or uh, half an hour later, we got you. We have some compelling choices that you guys can help us make. Yeah. Uh, Lewis, do you remember your first console or uh, first PS4? Let's say my first console. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> for uh, the PS4. Um, I mean, because I never got the Pro. I just stuck with launch day PS4. Uh But I didn't have a PS3. I went from a PS2 to to a PS4. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember when I... I think I got it on Thanksgiving, like on Black Friday. I think that's when I got the PS4, which is around launch time for it. That's very classic. Right? Thanksgiving. Not sale, because they're not on sale. Yeah. I think I actually waited in one of those Black Friday lines outside in Georgia. It was like super That is cold. almost a country song. <laughs> outside in Georgia, in the cold, super. My Got truck my broke down. sold outside the it store was, in Georgia. In the cold. I want to say it was like maybe two or three in the morning. I was, because I wasn't even waiting for myself. I was waiting for other things for my family. I was just like a placeholder where they're like, hey, we're going to go sleep. You wait in line. Oh, you're that guy. Oh, yeah. In the family. (laughs) St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, because I'm like one of the children of like the parental figures. So. Wait, what? Like my mom, aunts. I'm not the oldest in my family. Are you just saying you're a child of parents? 
Well, in the in the in my family, yeah. Okay. Like they they take charge of everything and right. I understood what me. you meant, but okay. you yeah. explaining it Amanda, to Troy is is Jesus. gorgeous. Is brilliant. <laughs> what he's saying is his parents are the ones that are in charge of his family, and he's the son of the parental figures of yeah. his family. Yeah. So he has to do that. Troy's a youngest child. Sounds like a family. Well, no, because like. I mean, uh, you can explain it to me later. Yeah, <laughs> so, so you're so that's you're another podcast. You're waiting um, out in the cold yes. in Thanksgiving. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, so I think that's when I got it. Yeah. I don't remember opening it. I don't even remember my first PS4 game. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's fair. I There's just, so many. Yeah. yeah, I just remember it was. I, I went from PS2, PS4, and I was like, oh yeah, cool. This one's mine. I didn't. So you own didn't the PS3. do PS3. No, I had. Oh, to, so that I was a big a, leap for you. I had a 360, and my brother had a PS3. And whenever I would see him, I would just play the PS3. So what got you from the Xbox to the PlayStation 4? Um, Since you were Xbox I was, 360 before. Well, I was gifted the PS, well, the, that, the that Xbox helps. 360. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I wasn't gifted the PS3. So I was like, okay, I mean, I can't really ask for another console. I can yeah. only have one console at <laughs> yeah. a time. Right. You know? Um, and then I'm like, oh, PS4 is coming out. Maybe I can get, I can get someone to get me the PS4. Um, <laughs> and that happened. And now I'm at a stage in my life where it's like, I'm gonna buy myself the PS5. I gotta do it myself. <laughs> it's like, like you said, it was normalized for you. Now for me, it's like I can't ask anyone yeah. to get this. Now I'm an adult. <laughs> I, have to, I truly Sorry. have to get this on my own. This is it. I have to own multiple consoles now to keep up yeah. with, with what I want my life. To Welcome, be. Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, what about you, Joe? Uh, when it comes to the PS4, that is your same memory as the one <laughs> yeah. that I have. Because, right, right. Because, you know, it, it, well, it really said, is the first yeah. thing we bought together. But I also will say I was much more like Manda. I played with the PS3 continually after yeah. getting a PS4 because I complained and, and really griped about how Pac-Man World Championship wasn't available on the <laughs> PS4. Yeah. And so I spent hours while you would play some cool looking game. Like, I'm just going to play Pac-Man over here. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like this. Fires up the PS3 and yeah. Yeah. It's just making all sorts just of noises. Keep it going. Yeah, but that's how you keep your top two percent on that. You know, that you got to keep yeah. playing. You know. Well, speaking of of, of top percentage, uh, what would you say would be in some of your top PS4 uh, games or uh, exclusive PlayStation games? We had God of War that came out, mm. Bloodborne, Last of Us, mm. Horizon Zero Dawn. Any of those uh, resonate hard with you all? You already know, man. Last, Last of Us. Of us. <laughs> Horizons yeah. is good. And, oh, and God of War. That yeah. game upped it. Like, I played God of War 1 through 3, and I'm like, oh, these are fun whatever games. And then God mm -hmm. of War was like, oh, no, here's oh. A, here's the game. <laughs> oh, this is this is what this can do. Yes. <laughs> wow. Thank, okay, PS4, I see yeah. you. Yeah. Two of them stick out for me. The, yeah. the, Chris, the first uh, Crystal Dynamics Tomb Raider game, when mm. that came out, it was gorgeous Big. looking. And it was oh. exclusive, I think, for like a year. Yeah. yeah. And then Uncharted 4. I was oh, really 4, mesmerized by that game. Incredible. And how beautiful it, yet, it was. Because I have to play the first three, people no, you don't. say. No, no, no. I would recommend it, but you don't, you don't have see, to. See, I tried yeah. playing one, and I'm like, I can't uh, do this. It, I would start with two. If you're had to, if you going to replay them, I would start with two. Okay. I agree. I, I'm almost going to skip them all and just go to four. <laughs> but like for, it's not yeah, that the story's if you not like, good. Yeah, if you don't like four, you won't like the first three. But right. if you like four, you will still like You'll be fine with the other ones. And you get to know the characters more. There's a lot of... The fourth one is very character heavy. I would think so. Four games, you see a development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's Horizon. But I think even more so because of Nostalgia Factor, it's Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, sure, sure, man. That one's just... Yeah, it happened. After 20 years of wanting this to happen, it happened. Yeah, PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 4. Yeah. Yeah. You saw what the game could be. Yes, it's dope. 
for me, it was uh, Infamous Second Son, nice. which was a launch title for uh, PS, PS4 mm-hmm. uh, because it was made by Sucker Punch, who made Sly Cooper, which is one of my favorite game franchises. So the idea of playing the latest iteration of Sly Cooper already got me, yeah. but also was the first game that was like, hey, look at all these particle effects. Yeah. Look oh, at yeah, what yeah. the PlayStation can do. <laughs> Second Son was good. Which, when it comes to launch games, it could go real wrong. So you're saying mm-hmm. you, you liked it because of the dust. Because of dust. the dust. <laughs> oh, man, that yeah. dust. Like, I was, like, fighting bad guys, and the story was amazing. But then I ran, and I saw, like, dust kick up from my feet. And I was like, oh, my God, guys, stop, stop, stop. (laughs) (laughs) But there was a fluidity to the game, too, and the facial animations were good. It Mm -hmm. definitely, you want that feeling when you get a new console to go, oh, this is a new console. This is not an experience I could have had on the previous generation. Correct. And Infamous was that feeling for me. And hopefully, we'll have that (laughs) next week. Yeah. Next week. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Nice. Nice. But yeah, a nice little look back at, at PlayStation. So I liked uh, it. Until, I don't know, next time. <laughs> <laughs> next Thursday, hopefully, Friday. I yeah. Know. I don't know when it, no. No, the next, the next console generation. Right. Oh, right, 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 for the right, right, next right. reflection. For the next, yeah. <laughs> 10, years, 10 years later. No, <laughs> af- after reporting this podcast, we're all going to go outside in, in, in front of our houses, yep. sit and wait for our consoles to arrive. That's right. The bated breath. Yeah, because, you know, they're definitely going to arrive on day one, yep. right? All, right of yeah, yeah, All of them. All of them will. Yeah. Knock on yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so I'll do it for our Mighty Muscle Tasty Topic. <laughs> but now that brings us to our Dragon of the Week. Adieu. It's the dragon of the week. Oh, it's so sleek. It's the dragon of the week. It'll make you speak. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week is our chance to show love to the industry that has brought us all these games that we talk about on a weekly and daily basis. So we highlight a person or a company or a concept that has contributed to the gaming world at large. And then we learn about it, talk to each other, share with you all at home and with ourselves to help better verse ourselves in this gaming world. That's right. And this week we got Brian, who's going to bring us a big old dragon. That's right. Uh, Who this, is it, Brian? This week I'm going to be bringing you guys Ken Kutaragi, the father of the PlayStation. Bum, ba, da, Ooh, ba, yeah. So many people know Ken Kutaragi as the guy at Sony who called the Xbox 360 the Xbox 1.5. Dang! (laughs) And famously said that if you wanted a PS3, you should be willing to work overtime for it because it's so expensive. Oh! But I'm not here to talk about that. (laughs) I'm here to talk about his immense contributions to the gaming industry and not just at Sony. Cool. So let's start at the beginning, as I usually do. And begin with. <laughs> I'm going to start like at the back half of the middle. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is one of those movies. And then we'll go back. No. Uh, and begin with Ken Kuduragi was born August 2nd, 1950, in the Kodo Ward of Tokyo, Japan. His parents owned a printing company, and Kuduragi would help out there after school. And uh, while growing up, he often took apart his toys to figure out how they worked rather than actually play with them. And uh, this worked well with the printing business because he had ample opportunity to take things apart and fix them there. Is he just that kid from Toy Story? Yes. Sid is his name? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) And his parents actually encouraged him to explore the mechanical aspects of things at the facility. Like, hey, you want to take apart that machine and put it back together? Yeah, go for it. Nice. You know? And uh, in his teenage years, though, he would actually become fascinated with the electronics 
and how those worked, uh, which led to him attending the University of Electrocommunications in Tokyo, mm-hmm. which is a small college, but actually really well regarded within the community as, as being a really good college. And it worked out because after graduation, he immediately got a job at Sony in their digital oh research gosh. labs. Damn. Every time that Ooh. happens in one of these Dragon of the Weeks things where it's like, I finished school and then I worked for Sony or Microsoft well, or usually, Apple. Usually they start... Uh, work at a small company that's later like turns big, into and this yeah. one's just like mom right off the bat <laughs> yeah. fortune 500 company yeah. right out of college yeah and uh, while there he worked on lcd screens and digital cameras which were at the cutting edge of technology at the time you know this is the mid 70s late wow 70s. lcd in the LCDs 70s and digital cameras <laughs> and wow. uh his work actually got him noticed by his bosses the most important being norio oga who would go on to be the president of Sony and eventually the CEO. Oh, damn. So Kudarage actually had a reputation for being very outspoken, which in Japan is not a great thing to be. But thankfully, Sony was a company of engineers, and that really only endeared him t- uh, more to Oga. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, because Oga himself got his start at Sony because he wrote them a letter about how terrible the quality of their tape recorders were. <laughs> and Sony offered- He wrote them a bad Yelp review and now is the CEO. <laughs> Sony offered him a job because they were like, hey, put your money where your mouth is, buddy. Dang. <laughs> Man, I kind of like uh, Japan in the 70s, right? <laughs> Specifically Sony. Everywhere else okay, kind of yeah. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so Kudaragi actually ended up being Oga's protege, uh, which would f- help him many times throughout his career at Sony. Um, and so around this time, Nintendo was coming out with the Famicom, also mm-hmm. known as the NES, and then the, and then, and the United States. And Kudaragi himself didn't care much for the gaming system outside of the technology of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nintendo was known for using older technology to make newer creations, and Kudaragi, being the bleeding-edge kind of person he was, shied away from it. He's like, Mm -hmm. "Ah, I don't really care. But his daughter was into the system, so he did find it fascinating in that way. Okay. Uh, But Nintendo was also thinking of, like, the next system, you know, what can they do? And they heard of Kudaragi through the channels and asked him if he would actually design their sound chip for what would become the Super Famicom. Mm-hmm. And Kugaragi took it as a challenge and he quickly said yes. However, he never told anyone at Sony because oh. even though they weren't in the gaming business, they would have never approved him of working at a rival company. So is he just that guy in that 80s sitcom where he like makes two dates and then like goes <laughs> to dinner and is like, hey, I'll be right back. I have to. I use the bathroom. It's like, oh, no, hey, back. I'm going to get you something at the buffet. Yeah, yeah this is. Yeah, he's Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> at the same dinner. <laughs> so he actually designed their chip uh, in secret and produced the SPC 700, which was a groundbreaking design and set up the SNES to completely destroy its competitors in the sound department. Like wow. this chip was known as being so ahead of its time that it was able to produce sounds and music that none of the other consoles could. And, uh, well, you know, all things come to an end. And Sony's executives found out about this side oh. deal and were completely livid. And if it wasn't for Oga, who was president at the time, uh, he would have been fired. (laughs) (laughs) Oga personally signed off on the project for him and allowed him to complete his work. And this proved beneficial for Sony, as now Kudarage was a darling of Nintendo and helped build bridges between the two companies. Now, while Sony still saw the gaming industry as a fad and didn't care for it, (laughs) Oga gave his blessing to Kudarage to work on another venture with uh, with Nintendo, Mm -hmm. uh, which was for the SNES add-on called the SNES CD, which would play games on a CD-based system 
And uh, and it would also allow Sony to have their own system, which huh. would play both SNES cartridges as well as the SNES CD games. Huh. I wonder what that could turn into. That was actually <laughs> called the Play Space Station. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that has a very Nintendo name now that you say that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it is on a the name. nose, it does what it says. <laughs> yeah, it is a name that Sony did come up with. Oh, okay, uh, okay. This would come out like in the court cases later. Uh, but <laughs> now you may recall Oh, nothing like this ever came out. Right. That's because on the eve of it being announced at CES, Nintendo instead announced that it would cut ties with Sony and work with Philips to bring a CD-based system to life. Oh. Mm-hmm. And this game, this came as a complete surprise to both Sony and Kudarage because <laughs> they were showing off the system the night before. Oh, my Aww. goodness. Like... <laughs> Nintendo's like, yeah, I got, I got a new, I got a new boo. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> their name is Phillips. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And and so the the rumor was that what, or not even the rumor, but what probably what it was was that the the contract terms weren't in Nintendo's favor. They were actually right. heavily oh. in Sony's favor. And uh, you know, you might be thinking now, like, oh, it was really stupid of them because now you know Sony's way bigger, blah right. blah blah. But no, like, I think if Nintendo had gone through with that, like it probably would not be the same at all because I think Sony was making like all of the money. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. they would have been sharing assets. So if both of those games were available on both those systems, I could see both of those companies just becoming one company. One yeah, point. it was like, yeah, whatever it was, the contract yeah. was not great for them. Okay. Um, so, but again, this was a complete surprise to Sony and Aww. Kudaragi himself. And uh, Kudaragi actually thought his career was over at Sony. But once again, Oga came to his aid. Dang, Oga. Yes, Oga. I need an Oga in my yeah. life, in my business life. Oga, now CEO at Sony, uh, saw what Nintendo did as a slap to the face and said that they must be punished. Oh! <laughs> is the PlayStation a spite console? It is personal. <laughs> Brian, are you making Oga up? Because this is like, is this person real? Yeah. Oh this my This sounds like a video game. Yeah, it sounds like a video game character. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is... It was completely personal. In fact, people in Japan actually also saw it as a slap to the face because Nintendo, yeah. instead of working with a also Japanese company, went outside oh. to a, I think I think Philips is a Norwegian yeah, company. I don't think Philips is a Japanese name. That is not a, <laughs> not a Japanese name. Are you sure? <laughs> not an expert. Not, not an expert. Yeah, but. Sure? I'm not going to say, but maybe. You know, maybe. That could be in the cards. Yeah, so, so the people of Japan themselves also saw this as a slap to the face to the country of Japan. Dang. So, so yeah, this was spite. <laughs> <laughs> the play spite. <laughs> Very much so. So while some original play space stations were created around 200, <laughs> uh, they didn't have any games to play as no one produced games for it. Ugh. No one produced anything for the SNES CD. Yeah. And so uh, in 1993, he headed up a project at Sony. To what create, year is that? Uh, this is in 1993. Wow, now. this is still so much earlier than I thought. Yeah, it was know? actually at CES, I think, 1991. Wow. If I remember correctly, this all went down. Wow, wow, wow. Um, so in 1993, he headed up a project at Sony to create an entirely new system with 3D capabilities and would become the PlayStation with no space. You mean no spite? Well, no, definitely. <laughs> All spite, no space. 100%. It went from the Play Space Station to the Play Spite Station. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but the spite the silent. It's a silent spite. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, this, as I'm sure everyone out there knows, is history. Um, this is an entire dragon on its own. Right. This is actually going to be a part one of a part two <gasps> dragon of a two-parter. First time, double parter. Oh, yeah. There is, there is no way... Uh, 
I could do all of his stuff that happens because everything that happens after this point is just as interesting and takes just as long as everything that happened before. It's, Ken Kudaragi is a giant. A double yes. dragon. A double yes. dragon. A double dragon. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> we did not discuss that before, and that's amazing. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so obvious now, though, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that'll be for another week, possibly next week. We'll see that's how things right. go. Viewers, if you want to ne- learn more about Ken Kudaragi, don't look it up on your own. No. Wait until our, our next episode, <laughs> yes, or the episode after that. Probably the next one. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go into part two. It of gets Ken wild. Ooh, <laughs> 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 it gets highly wild. But for this week, my hats off to you, Ken Kudaragi, the father of the PlayStation. Hats off. I need to put a hat on first. You have. You one are on. wearing a hat. Oh! <laughs> Don't take you, it off your headphones or over it. You yeah. outed me. <laughs> <laughs> you do have headphones because that would be a little awkward. I will say. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Cool. I'm excited. Sometimes, uh, you know, people in the industry they they're so well documented <laughs> that there's so much information that it, it's definitely worth to take our time instead of trying to, you know, sh- sh- shove three or four decades worth into yeah you know, dilute it down which yeah. some people you can because it's like all right some things are important some things are but no like everything's important with this right, dude's right. life <laughs> so I, I appreciate that i look forward to the next part absolutely so yeah that'll do for my dragon this week ken kudarage and so that brings us unfortunately to the end of this week's episode dun, 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 dun. but you can always find us online yes please do Find us at Taste of Dragons on Instagram, where we do a lot of our daily content. We do a lot of uh, advertisements for the things we have going on through, for the rest of the week, including um, what we have going on on twitch.tv backslash Taste of Dragons. That's right. Uh, that's where we have uh, daily content, except for Tuesdays, uh, <laughs> <laughs> every week. Fun programming, different programming, each one hosted by a different dragon, and on Wednesdays, all of the dragons. So check us out there for more information, or check out our Instagram for more information on that. But also, subscribe to our Twitter. Our Twitter account is based solely around the idea of promoting indie developers and their games. And Mandy, do you have any developer from Twitter that you'd like to highlight this week? Yes, this week I'd like to talk about an indie game. It is called Adventures of Bertrand Fiddle. It is a classic point-and-click adventure game featuring weird and wonderful characters, beautiful animation, and a fantastic soundtrack. According to Mr. Fiddle, it is quite possibly one of the finest point-and-click adventure comedy murder action adventure games set in Victorian London that you will play today. (laughs) Well, I'm sold. I believe it. I believe it. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, Mandy. So, yeah, check us out on Instagram. You'll find our link tree there and links to everything that we do throughout the week. We love games. Come enjoy games with us. That's right. And love us. Yeah. (laughs) Love us. But as always, though, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. And we are... The The Taste of Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye now, bye 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 bye